your performance might be graded. <laughs> well, then I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I eagerly anticipate failing this. It is test time. I tried to turn my microphone on and realized that you have taped them on. Yeah, I, ta- I put tape on them so you can't accidentally turn them off while yeah. you're <laughs> doing whatever the hell you're doing. Oh, shit. So, uh, happy anniversary, first of all. Happy anniversary. We have done four full podcasts now. How's that an anniversary? Well, it's like a month or <laughs> it's or like what's our one month? <laughs> well, I I feel like uh us doing anything four weeks in a row is pretty much a success. I guess that means we have to go to Olive Garden and celebrate our one month. I'll meat sauce the shit out of this. <laughs> I can't eat uh I can't eat the pasta these days. It makes me sick. Especially yeah. whatever they would call pasta at the Olive Garden. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I don't, I can't quali- it's, they're one of those, Olive Garden, to me, is that tier of like, is it food, with a question, big question mark afterwards. Free breadsticks, man. I know, I know, I, I believe me, I've heard Virgil's pitches over and over again. Free breadsticks, the, the, what is it, the unlimited salad and pasta, the meat sauce, that's a I've man heard that, it all. That, that's a man that knows how to get the most out of his dollar. Dude, I know you don't do Instagram, but that guy has an amazing Instagram. Not only does he like, he's just just the blurbs he writes or uh, the captions for the photos are just fantastic. I, I highly recommend anyone downloading the Instagram app just to follow uh, Virgil's Virgil, only Virgil's uh, page for his post. But yeah, and uh, uh, it nice nice to have you here. It's finally uh, that you finally showed up. I'm gonna. I'm a little late today. A I'm sorry. Late. I think you've been coming later and later. I don't think that's the you're, case at all. You're so late today that you're calling out of work because your hard out isn't about now, listen, I'm calling 40 out minutes. I'm calling out of work because I'm tired. Yeah, but but this would have been a really abbreviated podcast in, in any case if you oh, yeah. weren't. Yeah, no. Would not have worked out. <laughs> yeah, so that's a... Uh, and I, I, so I, here, I, here it is. You're You're working too hard. Now you're having to... Call out days. The uh, discussion, I can't even imagine the you, discussion on quitting one of these uh, uh, the two jobs I have is uh, it's reached that fervor pitch where now I just have to go to my one jo- other job and go, hey, look, if you want me exclusive, just do A, B, and C. And by A, B, and C, I mean just pay me, pay me, pay me, pay me, pay me, pay me. <laughs> That's all I would care about. No, it's it's I'm it's, I'm I'm in the market for a new job. I like my job. I yeah. like who I work for. But I work over an hour away, and then when you factor in that the job we've taken is another like forty-five minutes north. Oh, and then this week because of all that we run late, and then we drive down, and then I get to the station, and then all of a sudden the trains are on an hourly schedule because it's later in the night. When I get home by the time I get home from the train station, it's nine fifteen at night, and I'm like, oh, so I get two hours to do shit before I got to pass out to get up early in the morning again. That ain't cutting it. Man. So we'll see how that goes. But You're almost working the same day I am. You're only just doing one job. <laughs> right. I'm only getting paid for one job. <laughs> and a shitload of hours I'm not getting paid for. A lot of travel hours. All there. those weird train people you must see? Train? Oh, the train people. That's uh, The first time I ever took, like, the first week, not the first time, but the first week, my welcome to the tri-rail story was was a guy puking in the trash can between they're like there's like a there's like the first level and then like to you walk up to second level but there's like a mid level 
at the end of the train on both sides, there's like a mid-level, which is a lot shorter. And you go up that, and then you turn around and you go up another set of steps to the second level. But in that mid-level, there's like, I don't know, a, a small amount of seats. But there's also like a, a garbage can there. And I just was watching a guy puking in it for like a good 15 minutes. And I'm like, all right. I've seen a guy, real twitchy dude, on like all the drugs that was uh, that sat like not next to me but across the aisle next to me and uh he couldn't sit still he was just freaking out and like i you know it's one of those things where you see it out of the corner of your eye and then you start watching it and then you go reach to grab your phone to film it (laughs) but as you pull it out and start recording like it's over and so that's what happened as soon as i hit record he like within seconds got up and had to move which I mean, watching him, I was like, I didn't know if he was going to freak out, <laughs> if he was going to stab his own eyes out, if he was going to throw up all over himself or shit his pants. I knew something was going to happen, but instead he got off the train. Now, the thing I just remembered about it was that he also didn't have shoes on. He was just in socks. He was dressed like in jeans and a shirt and just had socks on. Got on the train, sat down, f- switched seats a couple of times, acted twitchy and then got off the train. I think he got off the train because he couldn't deal with the train. But I watched him through the window walking away barefoot to some ra- on some random station. Man I just, don't think it was his stop. Man just likes free feet. I, <laughs> I don't think it was his stop. And I, I don't remember if it was cold or not. But he it was very it stood out very plainly that he had no shoes on. Mm. <sighs> and, uh, yeah, there's still, like, loud, obnoxious people and people that, like, watch their YouTube videos or whatever with, no headphones, really loud. Train stories are the best stories. I remember once uh, I was going to a wedding in South Carolina. Me and my friend took a train up there, and uh, it was a 30-hour train ride. Um, halfway through the train, the uh, gentleman sitting uh, across from us, but uh, two, uh, two seats in front of us, so we could see. So if I, I was sitting on the aisle seat, he was sitting on the aisle seat, so I could see at a laptop, and I could see what he was typing. You know, it's mostly whatever. At some point during the night, I know what's what you're gonna say. He, he starts to watching porn. gay porn. Yeah. Oh, gay porn. Starts Even watching better. gay porn. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but it is an added dimension. But gay porn, not necessarily on headphones, just oh. low on his computer, just enough, <clears throat> just just high enough where you can kind of figure out what's happening. You're thinking you're hearing something, but you're not quite sure. Exactly. And me and my friend. Enough to investigate. Me and my friend. Everyone's got their headphones in. So, And I took, I had taken my headphones out to go to the bathroom, came back, saw what was happening, and did the nudge nudge. So we're both kind of watching this guy watch gay porn. And finally, at some point, I'm like, bro, this is making, no, this is, uh, this is crossing a weird line here. So let's, uh, let's just concentrate on what we're doing. And let's let that gentleman have his whatever. Because at a certain point, you realize you're watching gay porn. Exactly. Too. Exactly. And, and not only that, you're watching someone watch gay porn. And you know you know, it's not like you're sitting there for 10 minutes waiting for the girl to show up. That's go- your excuse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, this is- you know what's happening. So uh, we- I, in that situation today, I would pull, pull the phone out and we would film him doing it. While we do commentary. Oh, yeah, this was years ago. Right, there was right. none of this. Yeah, yeah. So we stop at a stop, um, uh, and everyone gets off for a smoke break. And we um, we had been in that train for about 15, 16 hours. So we were like, let's get off. 
and uh, we had a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, the devil's lettuce with us. Right. So it's just like let's let's cool the down a little lettuce. bit. We'll get dinner on the train, uh, and then we'll continue on. This so is like Amtrak. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's only one. I, I just assume everything's Amtrak. Yeah. So we're out. We're off. We take my pipe. Go to the back of the train. Take a few. Take a few hits. We're coming back, and the dude's there leaning against a pole with, with a cigarette, smoking. And it's just kind of like, you know, that the, you, you, it's the not-so-dirty secret, but, like, you know it. So it's just like there's this weird vibe you get when you're walking by him. You're just like, all right, dude, like, here we go again. You know, it's going to be another 16 hours of staring at the back of our seat so we're not caught watching you watching gay porn because that's just fucking weird. He stops us. He goes, hey, guys, you guys, uh, you guys do any drugs? <laughs> and I'm like, what? And he goes, I got Molly, man, if you want to, like, hit a Molly. He's like, I've been, I've been fucked up the entire train ride. And I'm like, oh, my God, not only was he watching gay porn, he was completely fucked out of his mind. <laughs> like, you, like uh, what, now that we're close to the guy, we're looking in his eyes, and there's just nothing They're fucking just, back his there. His eyes are vibrating. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Dilated <laughs> pupils. And, <laughs> and, and then, he's not making eye contact. He's more looking at... The aura around you or whatever. So, yeah. So to make the story better at that stop, his quote unquote friend parentheses is on that comes on the train. So now they're those aren't when you when you do the double the bunny quotes? ear quotes. Yeah, what the fuck are they? And then say parentheses. parentheses fucking whatever. When you just said their air quotes. Air quotes. Yeah. Quote friend. Quote not. Friend? Oh. I, I'm just like it was just funny know. that you you I don't did fucking know. you did the sign for quotes. Yeah. You then called the quotes later, but said parentheses. It's oh. just funny. That's just, anyway. Okay. Yeah. I, anyway, so know. so so his friends on the fucking train are sitting next to him, and they're literally watching gay porn. And then I realized, oh my god, they're both on. Because he had given his friend one. Like given so each they're other, both on Molly. Each giving and each other the. There the, was a part. The downstairs handshake. There was a part I didn't see it because my friend was like, "Bro, we, we, bro, like, like, do you think they're doing something?" And I'm like, "I'm not, I'm not looking, man." And he's like, "No, we, we got to look." And I'm like, "No, we really don't have to look. <laughs> we gotta look." <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like it's like we have to get. I feel like your friend's being recruited. Like we point. know, when, when we it's know like what's we happening, look. and he just wants like that confirmation it's happening. But we're like the only ones on the train that know it's happening for some reason. It's like this weird thing where like no one else. You has think caught you think the, you're the only ones? On the train. Well, uh, yes, I, someone that, else probably had peripheral vision. Probably there was probably everyone in that car kind of had the idea of what was going on. Right now, well, and, and, and he told me because he. He like stood up to look like he was looking at the light and just like glanced over. He goes, he he goes, bro. I think they're like, you know, you know, like their hands. And I'm like, I right, listen, man. We need to stop there because if they're giving each other fucking hand jobs, fucking ten feet from us, all hopped up with mollies and shit. The only thing we can pray for is they don't start ass fucking before like, you know, the next stop comes about. Because you you also don't want to be in like the the splatter zone. <laughs> the splash. We're in the splash seats in the front row. <laughs> You're and like, it was just it like, was you like you like need a you're like at a Gallagher concert and you're just doing the math <laughs> if you're if you're enough rows back where you don't need a poncho. And it's just weird because that on that same train ride, um, there was an accident on the tracks, much like your story, um, of having an accident on the tracks and you I mean, where they hit somebody. Yeah, we were stuck in uh was it Jacksonville? I think it was Jacksonville. We were stuck in Jacksonville for over 
four hours and just stopped in the middle of a fucking train. They ran out of food. And that seems hard to do on a train. It, oh, listen, man, this this was this was that train coming back from New York. It does. The, it does. The it does goes all the way up and all the way back. Um, right. But there's lots of places that well, to restock. Look, look man, I, I'm not <laughs> I, I know nothing about how these trains stay. Uh, I don't either. Stay, stay yeah. going. But uh, and, and I saw like a dude like flip out while he's on the train because there's no food. He's like, I got to feed my kid. 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 And we're all just like, uh, oh, we're not, we're not. It's been, it's been an hour and a half, man. Like, calm down. <laughs> people, people are like offering snacks and shit. Cause it's not like we've been on the train 16 hours. Everyone's out of everything. And real panic said, you nah, we've, it's been, it's an inconvenience. And, uh, an hour after that, he opened the door, grabbed his kid, and just ran off into the wilderness. That almost sounds made up, but I know it's that that's not, not made up <laughs> at all. At this, the, what? I don't understand. This that. is why I, I believe train stories are the best stories because, you know, trains are one of the last forms of travel that, like, I, I don't know how to put this because, like, people take buses, but, like, how many people really take trains? on their day-to-day commute in, like, Florida. It's not that many people. It's more than you would assume, but it's still not, like, a giant portion of the population. It's just like this, and they all know each other. I'm pretty sure, like, you see regulars every day. Yeah. Yeah, so you you get to kind of, like, form a community after a while. Well, I wouldn't talk to any of these people. Well, you don't talk to anybody anyway. (laughs) I don't blame you, because they're all probably fuck shows. But, uh, yeah, it's just funny because... Not on my commute. I mean, at least headed up. Yeah. In the morning, it's more like work. People going to work. They're not the like middle of the day. <laughs> and it's a fine <laughs> Tr- form of transportation. Problem. Like I like riding on trains. It's just that every time I've ever been on a train, I've met weird fucking people. Every time. Yeah. I mean, that's fine, but that's why I think I like you could we do a whole series. Like maybe one day we'll do a podcast on a train and just like. <laughs> Like just go up and down. I don't know. You you have to like. I think we just sit there and just just uh. It's like people watching. We just talk about people that we're looking. Oh my at. god! Which they it, might get offended as they hear us. And it's it's funny because like when I was up in New York with the wife and we took the train into the city and whatnot. Those are just general everyday people, and that's how they commute because no one owns a car up there. But down here, it's just different, and people won't understand that unless they come down. Which is why they're talking about doing that bright line all the way to Orlando. I'm like, that's going to be very interesting. Well, that that people would use. Yeah, like then you you're going to start bringing the common person, and it's going to be more. But open that's not form. a but that's not a work commute. I don't think. I mean, it might be if you're staying over. Well, like I'm sure a, there's a lot a of few people nights. That do business do do business in Orlando and whatnot. It would make it easier. Yeah, but they're not commuting from like Fort Lauderdale to Orlando on a daily basis. No, I guess they could start. <laughs> I, I still think the travel time's too much. Yeah, you no, just no, get no. a place up there for it's three. It's got to be a hell of a job, Ben. <laughs> you'd work. Yeah, you'd work. You'd just move there at that point. You'd almost have to get free blowjobs every time you got in the office or on the train. I don't know if you want a blowjob on that train. It might make the train ride more palatable. Yeah, but I don't know about the quality of that blowjob. But brother, you just close your eyes and <laughs> hope there's no chin whiskers. A tongue's a tongue, right? <laughs> well, to, to some people. <laughs> I guess. 
think this is going to get us flagged for something within the community. We don't. I don't. I don't. I, we're not getting kicked off. There's multiple platforms. If you get kicked off one, there's another. And and to be honest, I, there's no monetizing of this yet. So <laughs> if we get flagged for for demonetization, I won't. Uh, Do we even have a a viewer count of our last couple podcasts? Do we mm, know? No, not really. Mm. I don't know. See, I put it on Facebook and I put it on YouTube, but no, I don't. I haven't been. I haven't been promoting this at all yet. Also, uh, it's weird. YouTube, we don't have many subscribers because, you know, again, we just started this. And the thing we were doing before the vlogs was like two and a half years ago. And that thing also we made more of an emphasis of putting on Facebook. So uh, most of our f views that w of any of the videos we make or these, I guess I call this a video because we uploaded this video, but it's. There's no picture. It's just us talking. But uh, the uh, uh, the counts are mostly from Facebook at this point right now, and I don't I don't know what they count as a view. You know, I don't know if it's just running because you haven't scrolled up enough on the screen counts. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like like the Pizza Rumble, I like for not promoting it like we did the first one. The first one we promoted for like a month. Made all these graphics. People cut promos. People were posting and shit talking and yada yada. We had, we had like two thousand two hundred views to the to date. Uh, most of it back, you know, most of those numbers are from when it happened. Uh, and this one, but this one we had like six hundred and sixty. And it's like, you know, if that's quarter of the numbers of the first one for not doing anything, literally just kind of like mentioning it the day before on our social media <laughs> and then casual. going live <laughs> and then some people sharing it after the fact and tagging each other in it. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's okay. If, if those are actual views, I have no idea. Maybe I look and all the views are like the, the, when you look at the numbers, it, uh, it's viewed for like two minutes. And then after that, the, the percentage of, of people that stick with it drops 90%. I don't know, but <laughs> it was well, my camera work. I'm sure you're, it wasn't terrible. I, I, I kind of scrolled through it. I'm going to, I went through it just to, I didn't watch it, watch it, but I just kind of dragged the bar across and watched it in kind of like quadruple speed to, uh, to just, just make sure everything was filmed. And, uh, and I hadn't uploaded like a, a blank video. Uh, and, uh, the, uh, it seems it seems like uh, I'm pro I'll probably edit it down to like a five minute video and upload that as well, hmm, so that, that people can see like a highlight kind of greatest hits of it. Because it is a it's a long watch. It's just over make sure an hour. You slow mo, you're falling backwards as you sit down at the end. Oh, the defeat! I don't know if I was mm. filmed of actually sitting down in shame. I was filmed sitting on the toilet. <laughs> you were filming on the toilet. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh That's man! I almost made that the the thumbnail picture for the video, <laughs> bro. Maybe on maybe on the uh, the highlight one, I'll do it. That's good enough for a profile picture, sir. <sighs> yeah, I mean, you you're throwing out a lot of decent suggestions. Another decent suggestion that was thrown out that if I have the money to waste on something is uh we were talking about uh making a tiktok account <laughs> you look at me funny did you were you 
paying attention on the thread during this part of the discussion? Uh, today? No, it wasn't today. No. People were suggesting that I make one uh, for, for farting on the internet <laughs> mm. to like music and stuff. And I said, uh, we should like make it more Breakfast Club theme though. Maybe make a lucha mask that uh, kind of is like Breakfast Club uh, uh, you know, like patterns or something like so I'm look I've I've been I've kind of discarded the TikTok idea for now and just am now enamored in making some uh some lucha masks that are uh for us for the uh that are breakfast themed. I don't know why this appeals to me or why I've brought it up. <laughs> but I'm watching you eat chicken nuggets while I haven't eaten today and I'm just thinking about food. Now. I'm sorry, man. Thinking I've, and talking about food. Yeah, I've uh I haven't eaten in 12 hours, so it was uh, fantastic yeah, to get some food in my stomach terrible. for this I podcast. Eaten, yeah. That's fine. Uh, today's, the, uh, today's the big debut of the XFL. I don't know if you've paid attention to it at all. Only, 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 I've seen ads for it. Only people on ESPN struggle to talk about it, which is hysterical, because they don't want to take it seriously, but it is going to be a thing for at least another season. It's hard. It's Well, I mean, it's hard to talk about something that has not happened yet and that there's no even like if you want to talk about training camp or whatever it is where these these guys are training to play and get in shape and and learn the rules and and the plays and stuff that uh that there's not a lot to talk about there too because we don't know the players there's probably like three names out of college and two guys that may have done something in the pros and fizzled out i know two names bob stoops and Landry Jones. That's it. Landry Jones. That's it. Yeah. It's the only two names there's, I know. There's a, I, so a lot of the coaches' names I recognize or or know who they are. I couldn't, off the top of my head, tell you who they are without looking them up. But when I hear the name, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. Um, I think I think I'm interested. I'm not interested in seeing, like, l- lower than college level football. You know, so hopefully it's it's of some quality, but um, I am curious to watch with these new rules. They've done they've done some tweaking that interests me. I think like uh, um, and jump in wherever you want here, but I think they're trimming the time of the game a lot, like the play clocks being trimmed. There's no stopping the clock until like within. I think the clock just runs. Uh, maybe if you call a timeout, but uh, two timeouts. So they're trimming it there. And uh, and I know that like within the last two minutes of each half, I think they're they're They then will stop the clock. She's all new to me. Is in, 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 in oddly Well, enough, that's why I'm going to run down the rules. And, and, and like oddly enough, like I was going to make this statement anyway. Um, there really hasn't been like a build, an excitement like. I will grant the first time around. Well, it's hard. I I think next year you could show highlights from this year and do that kind of stuff. Or week two, there'll be better build because you'll have some video. Yeah. You'll have some product to show. You have you nothing know? right now. Right. They're just a bunch of logos, a bunch of names on some paper, and some TV contracts. It's, it's harder to promote than, like, the week before, like the like the build up to the first season of the lingerie football league, because at least you had hot chicks you could yeah. throw in lingerie and go. Yeah. You'll see these girls playing football soon enough with eye black, you know. Yeah. Uh, Wait, uh, but where this, are they playing these games? I mean, they have they have places. I mean, they're probably 
smaller stadiums. Is you know, they're not going to play them in like 60,000. Is it a smaller field? But it's not going to be like arena football. It's going to be regular football. Oh, field. okay. The, uh, the, so they have that. They have some, some kick, kickoff. They want to like eliminate. They want to encourage more going for it than punting. So there's there's some rules on the kicking stuff that that's interesting. But I think uh, there were two things that they have like well, they also have like an extra ref to help place the ball quickly. So the time times yeah. like they want to they want to just have the a better pace of the game because a lot of people bitch about the the in the NFL there's a lot of stoppages and we're sitting around and waiting and stuff. But they have a they have they have a couple interesting rules. They have one where you can have two forward passes. If it's if both of them are behind the line of scrimmage, which is kind of cool, you know, as opposed to oh, the first one having to be a lateral or a backward yeah. pass to the next guy that can. Huh. So that's, I mean, it doesn't change a lot, but but uh, you could take a seven step drop, throw forward, and if that guy's still behind the line of scrimmage, then he can roll around and throw forward again, which which could be interesting. The most interesting rule I think though is uh, that there's no extra point kick. After touchdown, you have to either go for a one-point play at, like, the two-yard line, a f- two-point play from the five-yard line, or you can go for a three-point play from the 10. From the ten. And I think that's going to eliminate a lot of ties. It's also going to be really interesting at the end. Like, you don't have a game. It's like, you know, you're, you know how, like, instead of, like, you're like, oh, it's eight points. Yeah. They could, it's still a one point. It's still a one score game. Now nine points is technically a nine score game. So that could that will make the end of some games really exciting. Is there any kickers? I mean, you can. There's no. There's no place kicker for points, but I guess there's a place kicker for kickoffs. Is there field goals? No field. Uh, yeah, I think you can go for. Yeah, I, there must be field goals. There must be field goals. But I. I don't think that there's. I think they just eliminated the extra point kick. I think that's what they eliminated. I mean, I could go and look it up, but I don't. I don't. Uh, um, I'm, I, listen, I'll. I'll, I'll I, give it a watch. Yeah, I, you know? same. I mean, I. I it's. it's I'm a nervous. Curiosity. That it's a curiosity. It's like it. the original XFL. I think the quality of the football wasn't there. Uh, sir, he hate me. But I think that they had way less time for a training camp. And they rushed the product out, and and they did have as big of a pool of of players to pull from. Like these days, I think there's more more bubble people that aren't in the NFL, or that you could get them coming off of college uh, for a year, maybe. Like I think one of the guys was suspended, so he's like, instead of waiting a year to be eligible again to play in college. I'll play a year in the XFL and then get drafted that way. What are these guys making? I I don't know. I could. We'll have to look that up. I yeah. I can't imagine it's a ton of money. Yeah, I can't. But it's more than. It's, it, it's gonna be like, I guess whatever the the equivalent to like minor leagues would be. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know yeah, like if really? it's a thirty five thousand dollar salary, like the AAF or AFF or whatever it was. It's got to be enough to be worth them doing it. As opposed to like a like a fifteen an hour. No, job. no, no, no. They're they're, they're making yeah. some kind of contract. Yeah, money. no, but I mean, but yeah, no, I'm not saying they're making oh, hourly. The but I'm saying like it's got to be worth giving up a a yeah. job of a certain level to go yeah. do it. You know, you, they're not 
they're not working for it's not like arena football where they show up on the weekend and go to their go to their nine to five during the week. How many they're going there. I don't know. I know there's eight teams. I don't know how many weeks that's going to be. It's probably going to be a week or two of playoffs and then mm. a bowl, a championship. I mean, I remember uh, there were you said he hate me. There were like two or three names from the original yeah. XFL that that went to the NFL Did any for a little thing, while. Yeah. He hate me went, but uh, Tommy Maddox was the big deal. Yeah, he was. Uh, he won the XFL ball, whatever it was called. Uh, for I guess he played for LA, whatever their team made was. that million dollars. Was it a million dollars? Yeah, it was a million dollars for the whole team, though. I think so. Yeah, not per person. Oh, that's right. Ugh. Oof. So I don't know how many, you know, what if you got a 53-man roster? After it's taxes. still money. I Oof. mean, you know, it's still a, a decent chunk of change. It's better than nothing. It's definitely better than nothing. But he went to, then he went to Pittsburgh, and I, I know he was a backup there. I don't know if he was ever the starter. He, pro, I think he was, at least for a year or two. Well, before Roethlisberger? Yeah. I think mm. he was like a transition guy. And I think he subbed in when Roethlisberger got hurt at certain points. Like yeah. maybe... Maybe didn't Roethlisberger get a motorcycle accident like early in his career? Yeah, something like and that. And maybe Maddox was playing that. I don't. I I don't know that. Mm. Things I could research. I'm not going to now because we're actually on the air. Well, quote, quote, on the air. Unquote. I see what you did there. <laughs> Parentheses. <laughs> uh, and uh, but uh, I you know we could look it up for next time. I guess if we care. But so I I think. The XFL could be interesting. It could be a complete shit show. But I think they're taking it more seriously. Like, the first one, I remember, was way more of a WWE product where they had, like, you had announcers like Jerry Lawler and uh, Jesse the Body Ventura calling games. Oh, it was a fantastic shit show. And, uh, but they had, but it, but it was cool. It was cool. It was fun. It was interesting for at least a few weeks. And that's why. And that's like why that scramble for the ball thing. As oh as my god! I forgot about that. Yeah, was pretty fun. <laughs> uh, and it was in, and like they innovated the game a little bit in terms of like at least one or two things uh, that With the camera got adopted system, by right? the NFL. The they had they were the one that had that wire camera yeah, that the, was over the over the field. That which, was definitely awesome. Which was really cool and innovative. Um, they had, uh, th- I think I remember that it's been a while, but I think I remember that they had, uh, cameramen on the field also, like maybe in the backfield of a play, Oh, not downfield where receivers were running around, yeah. maybe in the backfield of a play. Like, I think there was a guy that had like a steady cam and that he would be close, kind of like close to the line behind like the quarterback and the running back and all that. Uh, and then he would run backwards as it got closer to the snap. Uh, and I think they had cameramen in the huddles and stuff like that. They tried a lot of stuff, and it was kind of cool. They had the in the, lo- the locker room uh, uh, cams where they uh, at halftime. I remember that to get the coaches yelling at the players or whatever. Anywhere um, they could put a camera, man. Yeah, well, I mean, they were trying to they were trying to make it more fan. Accessible and fan friendly and more. I mean, they listen. They they were trying to give people a, a better or more uh, in depth experience. I guess whatever that definitely a different experience. Whatever that they, means. They, they they you know the first time around they did a lot. The second time I feel as if like they made the conscious decision. Listen, we're not involving the wrestling portion at all. 
This is all. Just well, it's a on separate yeah, Leon thing, and I think that well, they're think treating smart. it first and foremost like a sports product yeah. and trying their best to put a quality product out there as opposed to a show, quote unquote. And uh, 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 but also tweaking the rules to make it different enough to make it exciting and interesting and fast paced. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I could see them getting some good reviews in terms of some of the rule changes and the NFL maybe considering some of it. I, I also think they – two things I like about college football that they didn't adopt, which I think NFL should adopt, is that you should stop the clock when you move the chains. Yeah. I think that especially at the end of a game, it's like, look, I mean, if the ref is taking too long to get his hands on the football and put it at the line and the clock's running – and it costs you the game, that's inexcusable. Yeah. So I, I don't mind, like, on first downs, stopping the clock to move the chains to reset the ball, and then as soon as they're set, the clock goes again. That's fine. Um, I also like in college football that pass interference penalties are all, only 15 yards. You don't get the spot. That seems like way too much of a – especially if, like, you get a pass interference call that's suspect – and maybe like they hadn't been calling that all game, and now they call it at the end, yeah. and it gives a team a sixty-yard play. Yeah. You know that's that's ridiculous. I like that. Um, they did take the college. Uh, uh, I got rules the way you do it, but of uh, of catches one foot or one body part inbounds instead of two. I don't know how that makes it more of like a definitive catch or not, but uh, uh, I, I like the two foot rule. I don't mind the two foot rule. It's 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 uh it's just a higher level of talent. Yeah, maybe since you're really drawing from college kids, keep it keep it that didn't get drafted and stuff for the si- XFL. Keep it a little simple. Yeah, maybe or I mean I don't mind it. I either way I think it's just different. You know. Yeah. I mean, tapping two feet in is is pretty spectacular on some plays, and guys make it. So I maybe they just want more catches. Mm. They want more catches. Want more, you know, the game speed. It's probably a game speed thing, also. I know that. The, I don't know how you change it. Where like the NFL is having that problem where they're they're fine herring what a catch is and having to overanalyze this and the other thing for catches. But yeah, they 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 they've taken a little bit of fun of that. So yeah, yeah we'll maybe, see what happens. So I wanted to bring up something, I, I, and 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 I've been thinking about it. So I wanted to bring it up, see your thoughts on it. Okay. I sent you that article the other day, um, that the r- big rumor is that Sam Raimi's in talks to direct. Oh, are we going right into nerd, nerd talk? Oh yeah, buddy. Right from this football is... to nerd talk. I know. Listen, no transit. No, no warm, smooth transition. We're nice and fucking hard. This is Six like a first. whole different like demographic. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna lose listeners and and anyone who would be interested had to sit through football talk beforehand. So this is gonna be fun. The, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know the. I mean, I love the Marvel movies. I don't uh, have any inner workings behind the scenes. I'm not reading a lot of. I try not to read too many spoilers or 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 dirt sheets on on Hollywood. But uh, if they're gonna lose the original director. I mean, he seems like a good one because he, he also Sam Raimi's, a you know, a, a a pioneer in the horror genre and a pioneer in the comic book 
And, and yeah, so you think like he's made some great horror movies and he's made he's made two good superhero movies. <laughs> Spider-Man 2 is probably one of the better until the new Spider-Mans was the was it's, the best of them. So I, it's no longer a standard bearer, but it's still a very strong movie right. even this this all I, this time. I think it's a great choice and you have mm-hmm. to when you lose a guy who did a great job with the first movie who people were excited about doing the second movie and who has horror roots as well. Um, that it, that you had to follow it with something. And I think that this, uh, makes a lot of people now not bitch and complain that Derrickson's not doing it and that I'm not watching it now. It's like, Oh, Sam, it's like an eyebrow lifter. It's like a, Oh, so it's a good choice. I don't know what the creative differences were. I don't know uh, if it was working within the parameters of Marvel, uh, philosophy, whatever, but I guess if Sam's doing it, that he signed on to at least the whatever idea. whatever Marvel's views on, yeah. on this movie were going to be. It's probably a... Uh, I don't know if it's a, story, a specific story, story sticking point, was a problem, or if it's the fine line of how much horror to how much comic booky they wanted this movie to be versus the director. So, the most important question then becomes: If Sam Raimi becomes the director, who is Bruce Campbell going to be? Oh, he. <laughs> it's a good that's the only question that matters to me. It's a good question. Uh, <laughs> see, in a lot of Sam Raimi's movies, they would just throw him in. Even as a, a waiter or a... Yeah, or, yeah. B- but in some cases, they, they like this term fake shemp, which is like... I, they're Stooges fans. Yeah. So, like, if you look at, like, Darkman, he's, like, in the movie at the very end. I think he's now... That's the face Darkman wears at the very end of the movie yeah. or something. And they just call it fake shemp uh, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> so, is, is he going to get a throwaway part? Or is he going to get a character with lines and like storyline and so at least a small impact, something, on, you know, you know, some significance to what we're watching or is he just thrown in there? Cause he's his buddy and it doesn't matter whether he's in there or not. That's, that's what, that's the, that's the real yeah. question. We know he'll be in there. I mean, who knows? I don't know. I don't know what the movie's about. I don't know what characters are in it. I don't know what villains are in it. Um, so that's all. Yeah. Up in the air. So, you know, does he reprise his role? Because in every Spider-Man movie, he played a different character. Right? Yeah, and he was a different character. He was yeah. like a ring, the ring announcer in one. Yeah, and the big rumor was he was, was going to be a fat, out of shape Mysterio in the fourth one. Like the first, the movie from the storyboards that had been released of, of what they were going to do. The movie was going to open with Spider-Man defeating Mysterio and bringing in Bruce Campbell under the the hood and the, that whole thing, and you know, give that fan moment because everybody wanted Bruce to finally do something, and that would be his moment before moving on to the. The, the I think it was the vulture. I think it was the I think it was the vulture and black. Uh, uh, black cat. The yeah, black cat. I think that I think that was where he was going, and they were trying to. Oh, and uh, I think was Craven talked about. Craven may have been talked about. They're talking about Craven for the new. It's 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 uh, Spider Man movie. It's crazy because. I, I don't f- I was having this discussion with somebody the other day where I don't know that like why do we have to have like like the new Batman movie has like four characters in it like 
It's not characters, a lot. but like four, four like as like Penguin, Riddler, yeah. Catwoman, and someone else. You know, and you're like, like, why you gotta f- stuff ten pounds of shit in a five pound bag every time? But Same you, thing with Spider Man. I feel like the only way that that works is the way I would like Spider Man movies to be, is that they have the format of a Bond movie, where the beginning of the movie is the end of a mission in a Bond movie. Yeah. And so, like, the first, like, what, eight minutes or ten yeah. minutes is, like, the f- the climax of the yeah. movie is the final chase scene or whatever it is. No information as to who the characters are. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. It's just an action scene. But it's the final, quote-unquote, battle of the movie, uh, of the story. And then the mission's over. He bangs the chick. And he goes back. Yeah. Back to mission or whatever, back to Q headquarters, whatever it's called. I, I'm I'm bad with Bond stuff. Uh, and and then he gets his new mission, mission, and it's a full story. Yeah, that's a great way to do Spider-Man. You don't have to explain who Mysterio or or Vulture or, or whoever you want to throw into that big. That's all going to get picked up on your mic, dude. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> he's rattling his keys over there or something. I was, I was um, right on the mic, but uh, uh. Have him just be battling a character, a cool character. Was well, essentially don't explain who it is. Don't give him an origin story. You don't even have to show their face. He's just battling the costume villain at the end of a movie. It's a cool eight-minute fight with his quips and his back and forth. He beats them. He webs them up. Compliments of your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man note. And then he goes home, and then it's the next day, and you start your new story. Well, essentially, you that could was what introduce Spider-Man a, Four was going to be. That was. Well, I don't know what the that movie. Well, because I've seen the storyboards, and essentially that was the movie opens with that final battle with every, Mysterio. And every Spider-Man movie, movie should be that because he's yeah. got such a pantheon of characters. Him and like him and Batman have the best rogues galleries. That like you don't have to cram them all in a movie and have like four origin stories in one movie and yeah. have this overflow of story. You can just. Just introduce one. We don't have to explain anything to you. He's fighting this cool-looking character. He beats them. They do some cool shit. Bang, bang, bang. Done. And then if you want to bring that character back at another time and give them some depth, great. But at least you've... I that, just think it's a good format that works for Spider-Man. That's what I was really bond, hoping for. That Bond pace. I, I always that. wanted Spider-Man movie. I wanted every Spider-Man Structure. movie to open up the same way. Him punking out Shocker. Because they did that in the Ultimate Comics. Like... Every now and then, the comic would open up with him, like 10 or, 10 or 15 issues down the road, would open up with, oh, he defeats the Shocker again, we go on to our main story, and I'm like, that's fantastic. That's good, but that's like a, a something you do. But it's always have, the Shocker. But I think, like, <laughs> in a movie, that wouldn't work if you do it every single time. But I think, like, something that has more episodes, yeah. or you've seen more, like a TV show, yeah. if you did that every third episode, yeah. then it's repetition, you start to get the joke, but it's not every single one. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's, yeah, it'd be a funny idea. It's like, I have a feeling though, in this Batman movie, a lot of those uh, characters are going to be sidebar characters to the bigger story because Matt Reeves has definitely said that this is a detective story, not a punch him, hit him kind of finally, story. Finally. Which I, which I, when, when he, when he, when he initially said that the first thing I thought was like, oh, Ben's finally going to be happy. Oh, <laughs> the world's greatest detective should solve a crime. <laughs> And it should be a difficult mystery. It should be a Sherlock Holmes type. Thing. It's here. Okay. You've always pointed this out, but do you want to say I it on the podcast? I keep saying it a million times. There's two. I'm going to make two points. He's the world's greatest detective, and he's like the best trained 
fighter in all kinds of martial arts and weapons and whatever. He'd spent 10 years traveling the world, learning from the best. Then you make a movie that reflects that. It's like uh, none of them have yet, but I mean, it should be a dark, gritty seven type feel to it because Gotham's dark and evil and, you know, death, a lot of death and dark characters and whatever. So you you have this this mystery to solve at, like you're trying to find this thing or 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 figure this thing out. Um, and it's the whole movie. And yes, he can fight and he's got a few gadgets, but those are not gadgets shouldn't be ever be the emphasis of the movie. The costume shouldn't be the emphasis of the movie, the the plane and the, the car and the the batarangs and all that shit should be like secondary. It should literally be him solving. It shouldn't even use him at all. Established, just he has a car. He doesn't need the other shit. He's got a cave. He's got a mansion. He's rich. He's got a, a alter ego. But uh, he he is a detective first and foremost. And yes, he fights street level criminals. And you can punch your movie up with a little action here and there. But mostly, he's just trying to solve this crime. And he's working with Gordon and whatever else. And I've always said. The best Batman movie made is the Guy Ritchie, Sherlock Holmes movie. Movies. <coughs> Sorry. And you could draw all your parallels. It's it's Batman and Robin. You've got a Gordon in Lestrade. You've got an Alfred in, I forget what her name is, but she's the housekeeper. You've got a Catwoman in that... Uh, that other chick, I, I'm I'm drawing all the blanks. <laughs> you got a Moriarty, which is your main villain, um, that can keep returning as you solve other crimes by other villains. Moriarty's your Joker, probably. Um, and uh, and in those movies, those Sherlock, those two Sherlock Holmes movies, you obviously you would with you would remove the humor and you would remove the British accents, but everything else no, is you a, is a Batman movie, including. Uh, solving the crime and uh, all the characters, but also uh, the action in those movies. You see Sherlock Holmes right before he's about to fight someone. He sizes a person up. They show him, size him up. They show him run the whole fight through his head ahead of time. Bang, bang, bang. And then they show him actually implement it. And I think that's Batman to a T. And uh, so, and are you calling Robert Downey Jr. the best Batman so far in cinema? <laughs> yeah, I kind of am. Oh, well, there he goes. Another. I'd say, I just say, give it a chance. Like, if you went and watched the Sherlock, the, both the Sherlock Holmes movies, and you watch them thinking Batman, and you implement, you, you plug all the characters yeah. into your mind, and you watch it, and you go, yeah, this this is a Batman movie. Mm. Uh, it's the closest to what Batman should be. Well, maybe uh, Robert Pattinson gets it right. We get some Twilight. It's Batman. not up to him. It's not up to him. Well, he, I, I, if it's up it's to Matt up Reeves, to we're gonna have a fantastic movie because I get, love Matt Reeves' work. You get uh, uh, you have to deal with a a script and a director. It's not it's not up to him, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I like his Planet of the Apes movies, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. So the wife and I got the DC Network. Excuse me. She signed up for a trial of the DC Network, and uh, I saw the comment online. And we uh, when you put that meme up about a free tri- trial, <laughs> and we just need your credit card. Yes, right, sir. She commented DC Network. That's right. So we uh, <laughs> so we started off. She wanted to watch that Harley Quinn of animated show. Not anything good. I could recommend ten better things on Hold that. Hold on, because have you seen it? 
I'm never going to watch it. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why before you say how uh, great it is. Okay. Two things. It's a fucking cartoon. I I got enough live action shit to satisfy me all day long. I'm not a cartoon guy. Two, I'm not a Harley Quinn guy. Those 90s characters I'm that it became so big and everyone loves Car- uh, Venom, Deadpool, Harley Quinn. I'm not in any of them. I don't dig them. I do like the live action Harley Quinn. I do like the Deadpool movies. And Venom wasn't bad. But I don't, in the comics, I can't stand them. I read comics every week still. I don't read Venom. I don't read Deadpool. And I don't read Harley Quinn. I don't like them. The comics. (laughs) So I figure that the the cartoon is going to be way closer to the comics than it is to, like, the movie Uh, stuff. Not really. And so I'm not, Mm -hmm. like... Now this is. I get it. I like like I've other friends have said how great Harley Quinn is, and I'm just thinking in my head, as great as you say it is, I'm probably never gonna put a cartoon on because it really doesn't have much. I mean, it's her story, but what makes this show great to me is how they've done the DC universe. How they well, they're not how they write them. This isn't like this is. True creators doing it, not like making it sanitized for oh my god, TV no. and stuff. I get it. I get that. Ben, there's more cursing in this fucking show, yeah. okay, than than most of I my day. I get that stuff, and I think that's probably why people like it because you're you're not handcuffed in any way. My only other problem is that I haven't again. I haven't looked at it, but I have a real problem watching animation that isn't good animation. It's great animation. Dude, I've watched those DC animated things. The I enjoy it, man. It's not up to it's not up to stuff. It, I need I need like I'm more on the Akira side of things. Oh my god. I'm not asking for it to be Akira, but I need it to be more like that than South Park. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Pretentious Ben over here. Yeah. <laughs> Everything needs to be Akira or it's not well, worth it's, watching. <laughs> no, I well, I didn't say that, but we can hype, be hype, Mr. Hyperbole. I will. The uh, it my, shows Stephen A. Smith. Well. My problem is <laughs> that it's a visual medium, and if the animation looks shitty, it bothers me. Bro, Clayface, King Shark. I mean, they've brought they they make some really one of the most obscure characters. And beyond, I had forgotten he existed, and maybe he's made up for this show. But I could have sworn I've seen him in a Batman comic at, at least once, and a long time ago. Maybe it was a joke, but but they have Kite Man. Oh, Kite Man's a r- regular running thing. He there was like recently he was in he was in the comics. He again. is fantastic in this show. Yeah, fantastic. It's yes, it's Harley Quinn. Because creators love using weirdo characters, but it's what they do with all the like what they do with Joker and Joker and Harley's relationship. Fuck, just Joker himself. Like they really, really did a great job. I'm, sh- I'm sure it's cool. I just like. I just have a hard time watching animation. I understand. I understand. Next, so I want to. I want to. I want to look up because I've yet to see anything of Titans, or uh, I honestly, Doom Patrol should be your next stop. Yeah, I haven't watched Doom Patrol either. Doom Patrol should be your next stop. That's the best show they made. Titans was cool, but it's it's too. Again, I'm not a. I never was into Titans the comics. Never, and I'm less of a DC fan than I am a Marvel fan, but. Uh, I never liked the Titans. I never was able to really stick with it much, other than like maybe in the old days, like the old eighties. Oh stuff. wow! 
<laughs> like the Perez run with Deathstroke and Trigon and all that crap. But uh, but um, but the show's all right, and it's kind of cool to see characters you would never think you'd see in live action costumes, like Hawk and Dove, and and I like some of those actors, uh, which we could get into, but. It's all going to be obscure stuff like Minka Kelly, who was in Friday Night Lights and uh, and the dude that plays Hawk, who was in uh, Blue Mountain State, which is we're, one of the greatest shows ever. If you've never we're, seen it, we're fourth podcast in. We finally got our first Friday Night Lights reference. Yeah, I'm, I, sh- I will continually shame you that you don't watch Friday Night so, Lights. So everybody could be up the pace. The ongoing joke is Friday Night Lights is the greatest show ever. And it's I refuse not a joke. to watch it. It's. <laughs> it's one of the top five TV shows of all time. And I don't refuse to watch it for any other reason than I like seeing Ben get riled up. Yeah. That I have no time. I have no time to You do. have time for all this other shit. You watch shit you've seen before. You have time for Friday Night Lights. I watch what my wife wants to watch. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. I may I may have to deal with your wife. <laughs> I'll tell you, she'd like it too. It's like, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's got a lot of like drama stuff going on. It's it's high school drama. What's Megan Kelly doing in Megan? Titans? She's Dove. Is she? Yeah. Wasn't she was it her that George Miller supposed Justice League from like ten years ago? Wasn't she supposed to be Wonder Woman? I don't think so. I, I have no idea. Wrong. You I'm it sounds wrong. completely hundred percent off the top shelf of your ass. <laughs> Way it's, in the back, but I'm really convinced. So I've convinced myself. Yeah, I, maybe it's the reach, weed, though. Really reached in your ass. <laughs> well, you know, and off the top shelf to pull that one out. I can reach really high, Ben. So. I know you're tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say Doom Patrol is by far their best show. And then like Swamp Thing, like the early episodes before they got the early cancellation and they had to bridge the show from 13 to 10 episodes. Uh, That's a shame. Yeah, they really fucked that show. But they had the budget on it. I couldn't believe it was like eighty million dollars for thirteen episodes for on a streaming service that no one's gonna watch. I was like, "That's fucking crazy." That first couple episodes must be fantastic. They're great because it's real horror. And Len Len Wiseman is the producer and directed the pilot for that. So it's like, oh, you know, I mean, if you know who he is, I know Len Wiseman. You know, Underworld, Underworld, kind of stuff. Live free, die hard. Yeah, but uh, he. and he's done. He did. Uh, he did a good job. But the Doom Patrol, like every episode, that was like one of those shows where, like, see on the, on on the DC app, they re- I think they release them weekly. Yeah, see, Harley Quinn's come out weekly. I know. So like the other shows, I waited for them to all come out. Yeah. And then watch it once. But uh, Doom Patrol was like every week was like I had to watch it. I wasn't gonna wait. You know. I mean, they're smart in that way with their with their with their weekly offerings because the shows are pretty strong. So there's there's well, a reason for having to get people to keep up having the network. The, that's yeah, I don't know what that is. If that's we want you to log on to the network more often instead of just watching it as a batch or if we want to get you for more more months of subscription. This is the, exactly I'm not what sure that what is. it is exactly because what that is. I, uh, it could also be that we don't want you to just turn on the app four times a year to watch your shows. Maybe we want you to use the app more often and find other stuff. So they can get their advertisement dollars. I don't know if the, I don't even know if there's advertising. I, I honestly don't know either. She 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 has all that. I think I watched all my DC stuff on a on a uh, questionable fucking pirate you. Arg. 
<laughs> but uh, I think I watched on some other <laughs> questionable thing. Speaking I mean, it's, I wouldn't. Mi- I don't mind paying whatever eight bucks a month. Speaking of piracy, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you are the you're the segue king today. <laughs> Tonight is uh, uh, good old John Jones. Oh, is there a fight tonight? Yeah, John Jones and uh, the guy he's going to beat uh, tonight, uh, Dominic Rios. There you go. That's the are guy. you are you uh, are you admitting to a crime ahead of time here? I'm just asking if a crime can be committed or if the technology isn't there. Oh, uh, my roommate has a box of some sort that used to get all kinds of uh, unofficial things in unofficial ways, but uh, I don't think we've really fired that up in like a year. I think it would be a nightmare of like updating software and apps and then it's still not working and me wanting to punch a hole in the drywall after fucking with it for an hour. I'll consider because it's 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 uh, it's he's in the main. The Shevenko is the sub main. It's a fairly strong card, but I'm on the teetering edge of. Well, I like I can if I want to and obviously if set aside money for the bigger fights. But it's like one of those things where it's like set aside money. You've I, got I like, do. I set aside money. You got like twenty money. jobs. You, you're balling. Uh, balling is not the word I want to use. Balling w- would necessitate we'd be in a studio right now. Balling was B A W L. I'm a crying. I can't think of a funnier, a funny lesser term for balling. Um, scraping by is what I'll use. But I have set aside money because I listen. I have very few luxuries when you work fucking sixteen hour days, and one of them is I like watching fights. So. Leaving 2020, you know, I'm like, I'll start paying for fights. That way, we don't have to fuck with the box. We don't. But it's John Jones, and I'm just like, is this fight going to be worth it? Is it just going to be another five rounds of him peppering some dude and winning on points? Like, like it's been since he came back. I don't know. Since I mean, he knocked I, out Cormier. It's been lackluster after lackluster fight. And it's not on him. There's just nobody for him. I mean, Gustafsson was the only one you thought, like, yeah, we want to stick at one of this. And after that first round, you're like, nah, man, we're good. We, well, we, are you we satisfied it. with a quick finish, too? We got that with Connor. It's right, that's what I'm saying. $70 for or, 40 seconds. Or, are you, or do you <laughs> only want, like, a three-and-a-half-round drag-out brawl? And that's the only thing that makes you happy. I'd like a really competitive fight that ends in, like, three rounds. Yeah. I'd be fine with that. So, a long fight or a short fight, unless it's got a lot of, like, uh it needs to last more than 40 fucking seconds i'll tell you that okay um yeah i mean like you you just said the you said it looks like a decent card yeah. that's your call man but uh i'm down if you get it i just i'm not i'm not into ufc enough these days to plus i my money's put aside for AEW pay-per-views so we should probably do a watch along for one of those i still haven't seen a single AEW show yeah you have no, I mean, since they went on TV, I haven't. Oh. I watched the first pay-per-view. Like, like I've seen, like, the stuff before, but once they became, like, an actual product that is, you know, on a weekly television show, I haven't seen a single episode. O- only thing I can tell you is that uh, uh, that Cassidy, the guy with the hands in his pockets. Orange uh, Cassidy. Orange Cassidy, Freshly yeah. squeezed. I... <laughs> um... Uh, I am a hundred percent mark for him, and I hope he gets paid a lot of money to do nothing but what he's doing for I'll the rest you, of his career. I'll tell you this: they, they, they have hits and misses, but they have way more. I think they hit way more than they miss these days. They did the final. Like, there's all these stipulations to granting Cody a rematch with MJF, 
And the Who's one this MJF? Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Okay. You see, you really out of it. <laughs> he's one of their top guys. Okay. Uh, he's good. He's young, but he's really good. He's like a five star athlete, five tool athlete kind of deal where uh, he, he does everything well promos, wrestling, look, et cetera, et cetera. So he, uh, the stipulation this week was that Cody had to take 10 lashes. Like the Tommy Dreamer thing? I don't know what the Tommy Dreamer thing is. Where, where after the India to get take 10 cane shots from Salmon? Well, no, this is to qualify. This is. I'll only grant you this match if you do this, this, and this. And this week it was take 10 lashes. It's just the fucking 1800s? Yeah, it's lucky they're all white because this was going to get... <laughs> what the fuck? He, yeah. So what happens is the last like 20 minutes of the show is him taking 10 lashes. They stretch it ten, 20 minutes, but they do it amazingly. Like over the course of that time... It's not like they, they do Gaga and then lash him quickly 10 times. Like the whole 20 minutes is the 10 lashes. Oh and he'll take God. one and then he's Still. dealing with it. And then someone comes out to help him uh, deal with it. Like Arn comes down to give him support. And then he'll take another one. And then Brandy comes down with tears in her eyes going, you've got this baby. And also with it, giving it 20 minutes, the, the, the welts on his back are getting... More, you know, like usually don't they don't get really bad till they're backstage. They put a picture on Instagram or something. I am a fan but of old this school is storytelling. Like, like draw, like yeah. one of them looked like it drew blood yeah. and whatever. And they just and then MJF's dealing with people and and drag brilliantly dragged out ten lashes for twenty minutes. The crowd was into it the whole fucking time. Like they're just doing things that are different, yeah. And they're doing them well, or a lot of them are doing well, and it's just it's just cool. Just and they're developing a lot of new characters that you are just hear that ten are getting lashes over. been, and you're like, ah, yeah, all right, um, okay, yeah, 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 go about that way, I suppose. <laughs> but I'm like, you're just like you're thinking, how is this going to work? And they made it work like to perfection, yeah. and it was, it was great. Wow, it was great TV. Well, good for Cody and his 10 lashes. Yeah. He got marked up pretty damn good. I mean, you got to do what you got to do, I suppose. Yeah, he's making enough where it's worth it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And besides which, it's like, I you don't even have to tell me content-wise between the two promotions. Um, or, or excuse me, the, the two products, I shall say. Like, AEW's got a better product. You don't have to, I don't even have to, I've, I just had to watch enough WWE to know uh, AEW's got the better product. Like, pound-for-pound pound guys at this point, obviously WWE has more talented people, but they're not used. No. They're not maximized. And what, what AEW is doing, I feel like in some places they're not, but in a lot of ways they are literally getting the most bang for their buck out yeah. of their people and letting them be free and be creative. And and that's, like, again, a, I think a question that WWE's had for a long time of that, like, that these people are being caged in and not being able to reach their full potential because yeah. of like restrictions and, and, and another and reason over over coaching and over well, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know? and another reason I think AEW really has at least at this moment the the product they do is for a lot of these guys, ninety percent of their fucking roster, um, there were no other alternatives. They was. Hey, spend enough time doing what you're doing to maybe get the call one day, maybe have an opportunity, maybe spend some time in NXT or whatever it might be and like, 
you know, you, you might in 10 years become a, a Joe or an AJ or something like that, but more than likely not. And now there's an opportunity for them to, to, to sell themselves on national television and they're giving it everything they've got. And yeah. I, I, I think that kind of motivation is something that WWE can't have because, like, you're there, you're paid, and you know that. You know, it's, it's very rare someone's going to get signed by the WWE now that isn't already a top talent. Exactly. Like, like that if they poach someone from AEW back. Yeah. But it's like, uh, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of like the equivalent of like some of these colleges now, like you can be like Alabama goes to recruit you. And it's like, well, yeah. you're going to be like the fifth quarterback. Yep. And maybe you'll start in your senior year or you can go start freshman year over here. And it's like, well, what do you want to do? Uh, it's going to be very rare that WWE signs a guy and throws him on the main roster. I think the last time they did that was AJ. AJ. Yeah. And, and his boys. Yeah. But his I think boys everyone else has gone. Yeah, everyone else has gone through the NXT pipeline. Mm. And now it's almost like. They're sending them back. It's almost like. Like Balor uh, went back. Yeah, but it's also like. They've they've tried to elevate NXT to be on TV and be the third brand and be co-equal. Yeah. So it feels like that. But now, but but you're not going to go direct to that even now. Yeah. You're going to be on NXT UK or like I don't know what they've got, Evolve or OVW or there's you're not you're not signed and then right on. And I think AEW if they sign you, it's because they're going to use you. Yeah. Right away. Well, there that, are a lot of people they've signed that I'm like, where are these people? But got, I don't watch the dark stuff, but I think... You've got some kind of creative input in AEW. You, they get to go, hey, listen, this is what we want out of you. And you get to go, okay, well, to do this, this is how I feel we should do go about it. I think, but I think... But go back to the other thing for a second. Now that I'm thinking about it, there are people like that I remember seeing sign like a Sonny Kiss or Sadie Gibbs. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen them on the shows really at all you know so i don't know what their strategy i don't know they may have a they may have signed people that then they realize they can't use i don't know like a you mean AEW? yeah i mean it could be for several several reasons you yeah, know so they might they might have some guys on the payroll just so vince doesn't get them i don't think they um, i don't think they can operate that way i don't know they got tony khan money yeah but he's still on a budget they're not we assume yeah <laughs> I mean, we 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 make a lot of assumptions, but you know, to 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 be quite honest, there might be people that Cody or um, the Bucks, you know, because they're deep deeply rooted in in the indie scene still. Where like they might get Iggy's on people that are really young, and like, hey man, in two three years, this guy's gonna be somebody. Yeah, well, I know that they. I think they did start a training center. Yeah, but I, but also I think that they may have an issue where they're like. They really liked someone that they saw or worked with on the indie circuit before this and brought them in and then realized this isn't going to work the way we thought it was going to work. But we're going to take like care this of person anyway. can't yeah. doesn't understand what a hard cam is yeah. and we can't nail it through their head kind of uh, thing. Maybe it's some of that stuff. I don't know. Or that. Oh, shit. This person can't talk. You know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what. But it's. Yeah. I mean, that should all work out. But they, yeah, yeah. It, it's. It does rise the tide. There are now more opportunities to make money, and the 
and people getting paid more elsewhere because now there's another place with deep pockets that might steal your talent. And that's it's 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 awesome, but like just having from the what little I've seen, it, it's almost as if the WWE has just gone. Yeah, okay, whatever. And it's like, well, yeah, you can have that mindset now, but I hope you're paying attention because it could easily be a reverse WCW gimmick with AEW if the cards, because it's certainly not going to be a financial issue. It's going to have to be they sink the ship on their own and not, oh, we ran out of money. They're not going to run out of money as long as they're still successful. Well, they've at least short term, they've got uh, they ex- they've got an ex- they've extended their deal with TNT and TNT bought a second show. Well, there you go. There's already the signs that they something positive is happening and they understand that what's going to take years to get to where they want to go. They're on that path, which I feel is fantastic because that just means that this and, and that's a great thing of having a guy like Tony Khan in, in your back pocket helping you out doing this because. I don't think it's not have fun, but it's not it's not helping out. He's doing it. It's well, his yeah. it's his well, show. Yeah. yeah. But 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 when it comes to like, hey, I've made a money mark to run a show. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. very few people I could think of better better suited being a wrestling fan, understanding and the most important, the single most important aspect, understanding the need to delegate. Right. Well, not, he's, the, not that Vince McMahon, Jerry Jones type, Donald Trump type logic where I'm just going to do everything myself that, hey, I am good in this field, but in order to be good here, I need someone to do this. And yeah. I need to find him. Um, Hopefully he's good at firing people when he's not happy with them. Well, that we'll, we'll know in and, time. Yeah. But I assume coming from NFL and the soccer leagues that he's already dealt with that. Okay, so forget that. I I'm gonna be the Segway King now. Ooh, we got I got two things I want to talk about, and then we're getting the fuck out of here. Ten four. Uh, first of all, we did talk up the Super Bowl last week, and we were all excited about our friend being in it. Ooh, and I didn't want to bring it up. That took a sour turn when the uh, 49ers uh, thought yeah. that the game only had three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> and again, not his fault. Earl played did his part, but. Uh, I, it was and cool we're not gonna, seeing him I don't wanna, on the field. I don't want to analyze it. Get no reason to talk about the game or the coaching or play calling or any of that. Yeah. Um, do that another time if we wanted to, maybe with Earl. Um, but uh, like you said, it was cool to see our friend on TV, on the field, playing in a Super Bowl. It was. It was And really it was very cool. exciting when we thought he was going to win. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's it still – I mean, you got to – let me tell you something, man. Like I felt like the afterwards that, that night I'm sitting there and I'm like thinking, what do I do? Like, do I, how do you handle this? It's like, do I reach out and say something like, sorry about your loss? Or, you or, know what is funny? I was having the same or, hey, thought. Man. And I'm like, I, I started writing. I forget what I wrote. I should look it up and read it verbatim. But it was something to the fact like, Hey man, uh, you know, like, sorry, it didn't go your way today. Uh, I feel awkward even writing this. You're mourning the loss of a child. Yeah, I feel like I'm right. I it's starting to feel like someone died or something. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I was like, anyway, I don't. I, I'm sure you're getting a bunch of these, so I'm like a pot. You know, I'm not expecting like I don't. I didn't. I didn't even know what to write. I was like, dude, I don't even know what to say. 
but uh i mean you know you're a friend we got your back uh you know let's uh you know uh sorry i i feel bad i feel like shit i know you do too and i was just like uh my you got my sympathy as awkward as this is I, it was the most awkwardly written thing <laughs> but i felt like saying i felt like being supportive i don't know what like it's it's just a game at the end of the day and he got he but made paid and again he got paid and you know and he got to be in the super bowl so like at the end listen he never even thought he was going to ever play in a super bowl so that alone is pretty cool i but, think the fact but that to get that close and have that lead yeah it's got to hurt. It's got to hurt. And I'm sure yeah. we'll talk with him about it. But I still like, you know, like until I'm like with him, I'm yeah. not going to like do it on. on it, it's funny because I pretty much feel the exact same way because it was like one of those things where I was explaining was I explained it to one of my coworkers when they're like, when they're like, you know, how you feel about the game I was like it. It sucks because I really wanted to see my friend get a ring. And to see him play meaningful snaps in a Super Bowl was really cool. Yeah, like to see his number. So on still, the field, so surreal that we knew someone. It was really cool, and I'm really and, and like 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 Earl's one of the coolest dudes. He totally deserved that opportunity and to see him be able to play meaningful snaps in the Super Bowl was crazy. It was fucking awesome. I'm so happy for him. And he got paid, but on the other hand, I mean, I forget we were looking up what. But you make for the Super Bowl, and I don't remember what the money was. But it's it's, it's good. It's better than yeah. It's better than retirement money. On <laughs> on on a pure business level, Earl had a fantastic year. <laughs> but on well, you know, he would have well. I mean, I mean, I'm sure he wanted he to be on a team. He was on a team. I'm sure he this, wanted to be on a team, season. and he wanted to play a whole season. But like he he totally Brock Lesnar'd it. Yeah. Came in, came in for the playoffs, and I'm so happy for him. But in this, in the, it was, it was kind of cool seeing Andy Reid finally win. Yeah, I mean, it's not like the Chiefs are unlikable. It was, it was, it was, it was one of those things where if Earl, if our boy Earl wasn't on the 49ers, I would have a hundred percent wanted to see. It. Oh, 100%. Kansas City won that 100%. game. So it was like this weird rooting I have no interest. other interest in 49ers. Yeah, it was this weird rooting interest where you're just like, we're just like, man, I really want to see my friend get that ring. And on the other hand, you're like, but I also really want to see like, and let's be honest, like Patrick Mahomes is really coming out as like that next head kind of like league figurehead like player that we talk about for years to come. He is not, no situation is too big for him. He'll be in this next class of Aaron Rodgers is yeah. Peyton's and yeah, Eli. Yeah, so that was cool to see him kind of arrive like that, you know, because he hit adversity and ended strong because it's just a strong opening uh, quarter and a half. Then he had a little bit of down. He threw those picks and shit, but then uh, he came back and he really did finish strong. Yeah, he'll be he'll be one of the top guys. Yeah, and he'll get to more and see some Dolphins, uh, some Dolphin players. Uh, you know, win in Miami when they, you know, like Damian former Williams, Dolphins. You know, because if let's be honest, if Mahomes hadn't gotten that MVP, it would have been it would have been Williams, like hundred yeah. percent. So, so that was pretty cool to yeah. see. So, so it's been a week, and so the hangover's over. Yeah, but, it was a good game. Yeah, but it was a great game. It just didn't go our way. Yeah. And so then to our final topic about things not going our way. Uh oh. Was uh, last week after you and I recorded our deal. 
I was expecting the arrival of Anthony. Oh, no. <laughs> AJ, the comments and emotions expressed from here on out do not strictly. So. <laughs> not strictly. So. I'm, I'm so sorry, man. No, fuck that guy. Oh. So. Oh. So, Anthony, our our founding, our co-founding Breakfast Club member, brother, whatever, uh, was, well, first of all, let's go back. I, we knew he was going to be coming into town. He was wrestling a shit show on Friday. That was like at 10 o'clock at night for some reason. Publix. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, like 18 people just popped and that's it. Uh, and originally, the discussion was he would come in early so that he could hang out for the week but catch the pizza rumble and hang out for the Royal Rumble and be with his friends and yada, yada. And, of course, as the time got closer, he started to pretend like he didn't know nothing. And then he lets us know that he's not coming. So, But he is in town this last week, and the discussion is, oh, come in. A, we'll see each other, which, you know, friends do sometimes. And B, um, let's record a podcast since we're starting to get these off the ground. And and uh, and originally, I was hoping he could come. We could all do it together. But he was like, "Oh, I'm like I have a business. I'm I'm here. He's here for work." Uh, so he was like meeting in the area. I was going to be here in the afternoon. So I'm like, "Okay, here's my address. Blah blah blah. You have it already. But here it is again. Uh, whatever." And he's like, "Yeah, cool. I'll see you then. Don't think anything of it." And then I'm just like sitting around here, my dick in my hand, as he, no shows and no calls. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. I, like for, and I left the, all this like, you know, we have a very amateur podcasting setup here, but it's a couple mics and wires and a little board and a laptop and it all plugs in and I set it up in the living room and we do it. And so I left it all set up for like five hours. And then I'm finally like, this motherfucker. Is just not he's not even going to treat me with the respect of a friend or a professional. Like if you were at work and you had to go meet someone or someone was waiting on you and you were running later, wasn't gonna make it. You gave him a heads up at least. Yeah. But this cocksucking son of a bitch, no show, no call, no nothing. And then when I call him out on it later in our group chat. It's all it, his his reply is, oh, I, I'm never going to hear the end of this as opposed to like, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. You're right. I should have at least let you know and not treat you like some girl I'm ghosting from Tinder after I fucked her. You know, yeah. it's like it's like <laughs> just treat me better than that, you fat fuck. <laughs> and so oh, here great. we are where I. I'm still, I still have heat over it. I'm a little bitter on it. And then, oh, oh, and then today to add a little fucking salt in the wound, I'm looking on Facebook and there he is in his travels with his work and whatever in fucking, I don't know, South Carolina or wherever it is. Oh, here, there he is visiting his friend there and hanging out with them and posting on Facebook and rubbing my nose in the shit again. About how he couldn't bother to even like just let me know he couldn't come or change the plans or let's reschedule. But Jojo, he can go fucking hang out with. Oh, that's 
I mean, no offense to JoJo, it's not about him. I'm not saying I'm better than him or he's better than me or I'm worth hanging out more or whatever or that his excuse, oh, they had a free meal and I needed a place to sleep. It's like this is just all it's just all fucking piles on the pile here. All he wanted was a phone call, AJ. Just well, a phone it's call. just, dude, I don't it's not about you coming or not. It's like I'm a big boy. If you're not coming, I'll live. But you got to tell someone so they're not sitting here waiting or expecting you. You left them hanging, AJ. Yeah. And I don't, I, it's not my job to chase after you. It's not my job to be like every half hour, hey, not. what's up? You still coming? What's going on? I haven't heard from you. You're like a, no, scorn, man. You're like a scorn Tinder date. Well, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> he's trying to treat me like one. <laughs> I'm not acting like one. Oh. I am just stating the facts. And that like, <laughs> I'm better than a. I, I deserve a little more respect than a than a rat you uh <laughs> you stick your dick in and never talk to again, okay? That's all I'm saying. Just a just the courtesy of a, a nice friendly yeah, we've a been friendly f- message. We've been friends even text message. You didn't like smoke signal you friends for a long time. Oh my goodness. This is this is how you do me, pal. I'm I I don't I don't know where we go from here. I don't know if there's any uh any way to come back fully is what I'm saying. I think that the trust, the trust issue will always be there with me and him now. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my goodness! This is uh, <laughs> you're laying it on thick here, buddy. Hear that? Yeah, AJ's I know. I'm, 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 I'm being a bit of a showman with it, but, but he can go eat a dick. <laughs> he can eat a bag of dicks, not only for for no show, no call, but for then afterwards, not even be like a uh, to acknowledge. That he did anything wrong, you know, still hasn't. And I think that's part of his shtick. I think he knows that now he's not going to acknowledge it because it's just like I called it out and whatever. So, all right, fuck me, but fuck him more. (laughs) Well, there's some of the inner workings of the breakfast. (laughs) It's it's two thirty now. So we'll uh, I. The XFL started too. I recorded it because I uh, figured we were going to run. Long. I don't want to. I don't want to in the in the uh, uh, podcast, uh, especially this one after what we were talking about earlier on any other way. But uh, come back to us, Drew. We love you. Come back. Oh, to are us. we? Are we? No, I, we're just. We just I, want. We just want our friend back. Wait a minute. But I don't even know why he's not talking to us. So I don't know if we want to make this a thing. No, I just. I just. Well, you're going. You're kind of publicing it. I'm just. Pub- I may have to trim this out. We're, we're Until gonna, we've got some confirmation are on we what the problem Blake? is. I, I don't think it's about Blake. I think it's about Drew. Oh. I don't want to put him on the spot and piss him off oh, if like fun. he doesn't have heat with us. Hmm. Or if he does, he does. Or if he does. Oh, I just think he's doing his thing right now. And putting the, I, I'm, I'm cutting all this. <laughs> this isn't even going <laughs> in. So. <laughs> Either that or I'm bleeping it. And I don't really want to do the extra work. <laughs> so maybe that... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes.